0: Welcome back to Just Scrap Radio on BJPen.com. I'm your host, Cole Sheldon. Episode 60. We're coming a week early. Obviously, the no UFC this week. There's not a UFC card until December 4th. I'm actually on vacation next week, so I'm putting this one out a, a week early. But first up, we're going to be joined by one half of the main event in Rob Font to preview his fight against Jose, although obviously a really big fight for Rob. We kind of talked about this being able to fight Jose Aldo is a legend and kind of the state of the bandwidth vision like he's very honest not knowing really what a win does for him especially with Yan Sterling having to rematch Dillashaw saying he's getting the next card so Font just says he's just has to win this fight and worry about what happens after this fight but really good chat with Rob then we're then going to be joined by Matt Brown to preview his fight against Brian Barbarino, which is a really fun fight. Matt Brown's actually the underdog, which kind of surprised me. Brian's coming off that disappointing loss to Jason Witt. Matt Brown coming off that big knock one over Diego Lima. Matt's really fully focused. He's ready to kind of get back in there, get some wins, and kind of see what happens. I remember after I talked to him, he was hinting at retirement a while back. Like when he was on, uh, after Condit, he kind of talked about maybe that's it. But he's kind of turned things around. Big win last time, so he's looking to make it two in a row here. We're then going to be joined by both Louis Smoke and Vince Morales, who are actually fighting each other. They both brought a very similar thing. So, Vince Morales' cousin is obviously Ricky Simone, UFC bandweight. He trains with Louis Smoke at Team Ayama. So, it's kind of been a really weird thing. Louis Smoke admits like he didn't want to take this fight at all. And now he, the, the UFC basically just forced it. Vince said he called Ricky. Ricky said, I won't be in the training. It's fine. You can take it if the UFC asks you because UFC have to. So, both these guys really didn't want to take it. They both said Ricky's been really a true pro stepped out of it, not helping either guy, not talking to either guy, but uh, Louis says when he does come into the uh, gym, he kind of makes fun of him and saying, Oh, there's a, there's a mole in here, but really good job. With both these guys, be sure to share the show, subscribe, just like I mentioned, I'm on vacation next week. So not, uh, there won't be an episode. This obviously why it's coming out, but in two weeks from now we'll be back for a really stacked show. I've done all the interviews to that for UFC 269. It's really looking forward to putting that out. But thank you all for listening. Be sure to share, show, subscribe, and thank you all again. All right, we're joined by UFC Banweight, Rob Font, who's headlining a big card coming up. Rob, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great, man. i Appreciate you having me on.
0: Main event, Jose Aldo, like. Doesn't get a much bigger than this in the bandweight division. When you got this offer, like what kind of goes through your
1: head? Oh man, I was like, hell yeah, man! This is huge. Another main event, Vegas. I love Vegas. You know, I can't complain. Um, You know, going. You know, always going back to Vegas is always a good time. I, uh, you know, it's another big name, Um, legend. You know, you know, former champ former uh basically a hall of famer you know so it's kind of like this is this is uh this is a big fight big name and um, another main event and i'm um, just you know blessed to get this opportunity
0: when he dropped down to ban weight like was he someone you always had your eye on just cuz of like his kind of legend status
1: of always wanting to fight him honestly i didn't think he was going to be able to make the weight cuz i remember he was kind of some similar to a couple fights where he was kind of struggling to make 45 so when he did out there uh, I don't know. I thought it was gonna be one of those situations where maybe he tried and then he went and he goes back up. Uh, but he's been looking good. You know, he's you know obviously this four fights he, he put he made the weight four times. So it's a uh, it was uh, I don't think until like the second fight I want to say uh, the the Maradu Rise fight. I was, All right, well he's definitely this is definitely might happen. You know, um, but you know he's making the weight um, and yeah it's it's this is huge man. What have you made of his run in the
0: bandweight division? He's two and two, but a lot of people kind of thought he beat Marlon, so he could be three and one. The
1: one loss is to Yan for the title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a real close fight. I think I believe watching it uh, versus Marlon, I believe when I was watching it, uh, I gave it to to, uh, Jose. Um, He looked good, and even in the Peter Yan fight, and then just got caught uh, towards the end. Yeah. I think I think he's you know he's still sharp. He's, he looked real good against Munoz, you know, that's a guy I lost to. So this is a, uh, you know, I know that's in the back of his mind as well. Um, uh, yeah, I think he looks sharp. I think he's still uh, he's still dangerous, and um, it's definitely going to be a competitive uh, competitive fight for sure. Is it kind of surreal fighting him? Because I remember when I talked to
0: Tyson, he said like you guys always prepared for him, but it was more helping Kelvin kind of prepare for him, to, for him
1: the to the top, top, top. at yeah. Um. You know, we always. You know, you always have those guys in your mind. And that you, because uh, again, I I grew up watching all the. You know, I, I was, I didn't even start watching the UFC. I started with the WC, So and obviously he was the king of the WC. And you uh, know, I mean, you always think about those guys. You're always trying to mimic those type of guys. Um, I really didn't think he was gonna make uh 35. So I was never in the, like set like yeah. But then, you know, he's here. So um, you know, we have now Calvin mimicking him for me. You know. His leg kicks
0: were always a big part of his game. So, like, he's kind of been bringing it back. So how have you been kind of prepared
1: for that? Yeah, you know, uh, just obviously checking him. But really he's trying to make a miss and uh, making him pay. Uh, plan on not even being there for those leg kicks. Uh, and if he does, uh, he's going to have to earn them. But, uh, yeah, obviously he, he's he's dangerous. He's quick. He's uh, He's been using those leg kicks for a while. But, uh, you know, I definitely am drilling, man. I'm, I don't plan on getting kicked at all your
0: last fight you went five rounds how big of a relief was that for you because now like you obviously always know you can go five rounds that's kind of just proved that you could do it five rounds
1: exactly you know there's one thing to kind of like be able to do it in the gym and and even get scheduled for a five-round fight and train for a five-round fight but then to actually go through the whole five-round fight um puts a little bit more of a a lot more confidence and then um a little bit no, uh, like you said, of knowing. Like I know I can do it. I've done it. I can watch it. I've seen it, um, and I felt it. So, uh yeah, five rounds. Definitely, I believe in this fight uh favors me for sure.
0: Stylistically, how do you think you match up against him? Because a lot of people kind
1: of think this would be a striking kind of fight. Yeah, I plan on um, I plan on keeping standing, and I plan on actually making him shoot. Uh, I want to force him to make bad shots, stop him, um, get on top, and then, um, you know, make him pay. But uh, I believe there's going to be a stand-up war for sure. How much have you watched
0: the Yan fight where he kind of had a lot of success and he kind of faded as the fight went on? Is that kind of something you're expecting in this
1: one? Um, Yes and no. I think that's kind of like what Yan does to a lot of people. But, um, you know, I I definitely wouldn't, you know, mind still in that same game plan, you know, um, um, I plan on um trying to get him out of there a little earlier, but um and not taking as much as much damage as a guy like Jan does. He kinda like just takes it and then gets you tired and then makes you pay. Um you know, I plan on you know similar thing but not taking as much uh damage for sure. Your jab's
0: a big part of your game. Like how important will that be just to get it going right away?
1: It'll be um it'll be basically the whole game plan, you know. Um if I can get my jab on him keep him at range and I can dictate the pace to take the delay kicks and, 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 uh, and you know, and, and, and line myself up for that right hand. So I would say this is, you know, the jab's going to be a, a key point in this fight for sure.
0: How do you kind of see it playing out? Cause although is a pretty durable guy, like only guys to finish him are McGregor, Holloway and Yon, who are like three of the best.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, you know, the plan is to be accurate, be accurate, you know, um, be accurate, wear him down, and um, um you know, not not to really force it, let him run into it. Um uh, but again, like I, I'm, I'm, I know I can go five rounds, and, and if I need to just, you know, pick him apart and be and be cool with the decision, I'm, I'm cool with that as well. The smaller octagon at the
0: Apex, do you think that plays a factor in the fight?
1: Um, I do, yeah, it does. Um, but you know, I believe, uh, you know, more for like for the wrestling. I believe, uh, you know, once we get in there, and it won't be that much of an advantage as far as striking, but for wrestling, for sure.
0: What's this year been like for you? Like only uh, two fights, but you could have two main event wins over former champs and Cody and all, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think um, you know it's been a crazy year so far. But if I can, you know, obviously finish off. This year, with uh, you know, another another big win, hopefully a finish, um, over a legend like Aldo is um, it puts me right back where I need to be as far as um, you know, um, having a big argument for that title shot.
0: That's kind of my next question. Where do you think a win puts you? Because obviously see Yan Sterling have to have their rematch. Still, yeah. a out there wanting the title. Yeah, so it's still
1: um, it's in a weird spot, man. I think even a big win over him, I'm still one more fight behind. You know, um. Um, obviously you never know what happens with things, how they play out and injuries and all that. But I do believe getting a win over Aldo uh, keeps me out there, keeps my name in there. But you still got uh, obviously TJ and the whole Sterling and um, Jan situation. So it's kinda be like – I'm thinking one more.
0: For me, Percy, I would obviously – Jan Sterling have to But I think on the same card you put you and Dillashaw, and then there's no question, like, who gets the next title shot if you win?
1: You know, that could that – could, that'd be nice. But, you know, but on what I'm hearing. I'm hearing he might get the first shot. So, it's – that'd be ideal, you know. Um, get out here. He gets recovered. Comes back for injury. Um, Sterling and Jan do the rematch. Um, and the co-main event is me and TJ Dillashaw.
0: Is that something you're thinking of? Like, maybe I got to go out and finish Aldo and get, like, a big statement win to try to leapfrog TJ?
1: Um, not really. Um, you know, um, I, I, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to finish it and make it exciting. Anyways, I don't, um, you know, I don't really think finishes mean much. Um, you know, especially when you have such a name like TJ and a uh, and a uh, and a, uh, you know, a former champ and all that, and you know, he had the whole story behind him. And um, you know, I think um that probably plays more of a factor. As the, you know, plays more of a part than just me going out there and knocking out Aldo. So we'll see. But, you know, hopefully, you know, me going out there, it's just like, you know, we don't even want to see that fight anymore. We want to see, um, you know, Rob and the winner of the uh, Yon and Sterling fight. Who uh,
0: is it just Calvin and the usual guys you're working with, or did you bring anyone else out there?
1: Um, so we have a, a bunch of boxers we've been sparring with, um, drilling with a couple more Thai guys, uh, but mainly it's Nick Fiore. Tom Pags, um Jonathan Dupree, um, Jake Manini, obviously Coach Tyson, and um, Calvin Cater for sure.
0: I know you're a guy that likes to be active, but is that kind of frustrating where you get a win and you don't really know what's next for you or when you might fight?
1: Yeah, you know, um, it is. It uh, It is especially, um, you know, uh, especially how this whole situation is with the whole, the rematch and the belt it's, it is a little frustrating but you know if i'm getting two fights a year i'm i'm, I'm cool with that but if i can uh stay stay consistent I, I you know i wouldn't be mad
0: uh calvin's fight like is it basically this fight and then right back into the gym to help calvin with his fight
1: 100 percent. you know uh we got we got a, a solid team coming out for for my fight camp and he'll come, he'll be there as well I'm sorry for my fight and he'll be there as well cornering me but uh right after that it's right back in um you know helping him because again he has another big main event as well so um planning to get in there get out as soon as possible uh enjoy enjoy a plate or two and then get back to the gym
0: how exciting is that for you guys Where especially your gym wasn't well known and now you are headlining two cards like pretty close together
1: yeah man it's uh it's 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 just, you know it's it's all the hard work's paying off it's the, we're getting that kind of recognition that we uh we deserve and you uh, yeah no, we're just taking it uh day by day uh fight by fight uh but it is pretty cool uh, to look back and see uh you know the main events the 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 coverage the you know the love we're getting, we're getting, and the support we're getting. So, hell yeah. With
0: Kelvin, how hard is it to prepare for Giga? Because he has a kind of a unique striking style.
1: Um, it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's finding guys that move similar to him, but then just drilling out the uh, certain basic, you know, kickboxing movements that he does. He does anyways. Um, but it it is it is a little difficult to kind of like. Uh, move exactly like him but it, you know if you slow it down you know I, I can i can mimic him pretty well uh
0: just last thing i know
1: we've talked golf before do you get many rounds in this summer <laughs> no man it's been horrible um uh, it's been horrible we had to we probably it's funny we got to we both me and calvin both got a membership we probably played maybe like five times like that's it uh has been bad but um you know hopefully we can get to it um we didn't get to him more, but the weather right now is getting pretty ugly. And um, you know, hopefully, we can sneak it in and around out in Vegas. Who, who wins normally when you and Calvin golf? <laughs> uh, Calvin definitely uh, definitely wins, but uh, you know, he's basically my coach. He showed me how to play, you know. But I'm catching up. He'll be pretty angry that once you beat him one day. That's the plan, you know. I, you know, I, I, I've been close. I've been close. i you know. But uh, yeah, he's, um, he's 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 it's like right when i'm about to beat him he just like pulls it together and like just shuts me down but yeah he's uh you yeah, know, he's legit but uh, I'm, uh hopefully we can get out there in vegas and at least play uh at least play around
0: well rob i appreciate the time thank you so much for doing this
1: oh man thanks again for having me on bro
0: all right we're joined by ufc welterweight matt brown who's back in action here matt how's it going man
2: very good very good
0: um i would, before we uh get into your fight i remember we talked after your last one and you said like you kind of had to sit down you wouldn't be surprised you didn't fight again you wouldn't be surprised if you fought again like when did you kind of make that decision that you'd kind of continue on fighting
2: oh um gosh i don't remember saying that <laughs> yeah um you know they just called me to fight and i said okay you know um yeah that's all it comes down to Uh, you know i just felt it when they called me and that's actually i guess that's just kind of how i do it um i just play one fight at a time and um I, i guess you know i get pretty excited when they call me to fight so it's hard to say no
0: like have you really thought about retirement still or is it still
2: all all in on fighting um i i mean i've thought about it for since i started so I mean, you know, this is a tough game, man, and it's a, it's a grind all the time, and, and it's hard work, and, um, you know, so I certainly think about it all the time, and it's not so much about what, well, you know, I talk about it's hard work and everything, and that, that's part of it, but really, you know, family life and business and all these other things that, that are going to last um, the rest of my life, I guess, you know, kind of make things a little bit more difficult. And um, I guess that's more what it comes down to really.
0: Do you think you'll be one of those people that like knows like this would be your last fight or do you think you'd be the kind of go off quietly and say you're done?
2: Um, that's a good question. i just take it day by day at the moment. I don't really think about all this stuff. I just take it day by day. And um, when that day comes, uh, that day will come and we'll figure it out from there. And this fight,
0: Brian Barberino, like, he's in a kind of an all-action fighter, so when you got this call, was it basically just an immediate yes?
2: I I didn't actually really know who he was. Um, I knew that he'd had some uh, good fights, and um, I I shouldn't say I didn't know who he was. I knew who he was, but I didn't really know his uh, record or all the guys that he had fought, and since I've watched his tape and stuff, I mean, this guy's a tough son of a bitch, man, and... He's fought some really tough guys, and um, y- you know, I think when I first heard his name, I, I kind of thought it would be easier than uh, what I think it'll actually be now after watching him.
0: And he's like a very durable guy. Like Luke A needed like five seconds left in the fight to put him away. So like, is this kind of a fight that you're kind of prepared for, like that kind of fifteen minute war?
2: I'm always prepared for that, um, you know. And I had him winning that Luke a fight, so. Yeah you know, and Luque is what, uh, seven or eight now in the world. So, um, you know, Barbarina's got some real good skills, man. He's kind of known for being tough and a brawler and durable and hanging in there to the last minute, but he's also got some good skills. So, um, I'm definitely not expecting an easy night, but you know, I've, I've had enough fights now. I think I know that, um, it doesn't matter what you expect. You, Rarely get what you expect. <laughs> it just it could go any different direction.
0: Are you kind of expecting this one though to remain standing for the most part? It seems like you guys both kind of prefer to just keep it standing.
2: Uh, I have no idea. I mean, that's usually yeah. It's generally my game plan is to keep it standing. So, um and I don't see him really shooting for a lot of takedowns or anything or looking for it. So. But you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's been many fights that I thought would stay on the feet, and they didn't, or thought, fights that I thought would go to the ground, they didn't. So I'm not going to put a lot of weight on any uh, predictions, and I'm just going to be prepared for everything that comes my way.
0: You see a lot of people, like, uh, when they get near the, like, in their 40s, like, the power seems to kind of leave them. But your power kind of has stayed even gotten better. Like, how has it been for you where you still has that one-shot knockout power?
2: yeah absolutely. I, I think I probably have more power than I've ever had in my career. I think my skills are getting better. I think every part of my game's coming up, and particularly uh, my power and accuracy. Um, I think I've probably had more um, what well, my last fight you know was a one punch knockout. I probably had more punches like that um in my later in my career than earlier i think earlier most of my fights that i won by knockout or tko were probably more tkos where it was kind of swarming guys and using cardio and and things like that where you know i think my power has come up a lot and i um i shouldn't say i think i I know my power has come up a lot and my accuracy is better um just my i think a lot of it's got to do with just my technique is better and more efficient better um uh, accuracy and you know i've been doing uh strength and you know, strength training for a long time and and i've really dialed it in towards um uh specifically towards my sport a lot better how do you kind of see yourself winning this fight
0: then cuz it, it could really go a bunch of different ways
2: um i would imagine um uh, probably an elbow or a knee or you know he likes to clinch up so um and that that's my world. So I want to have. I'm I'm pretty excited that that I have a guy that I believe will be willing to engage with me. And a lot of the battles that I try to get people to engage in that they won't engage in most of the time. That that people uh, generally, I think, when they game plan against me, they they try to avoid these situations like the clinch. And um, and he seems like the kind of guy that doesn't really give a shit. He's gonna engage no matter where the fight goes. And that kind of excites me, you know, I want to show uh, a lot of the skills that people, I say, try to avoid most of the time.
0: What do you think a win over Brian, like does for you? Like, or is it just kind of keeps you in the winning
2: ways and gets you like another high profile name? Yeah, that's, I'm just trying to get back on a, a good streak, man. Good winning streak. And, um, you know, it just moves me towards uh, the next fight. You know, I'm, I'm not like ranked or anything right now. I'm not, um, I'm not on a streak where, I could be calling out top guys or anything like that. So, um, you know, I just want to get back to getting a few wins and you know, start getting some uh, higher profile fights again, you know. Maybe ideally, you know, I heard the UFC's coming back to Columbus and uh, next year, um, you know, I'd love to main event that.
0: I don't know your you're on this, but after Diaz and Lawler fought, I saw a lot of people kind of throwing your name out for Nick Diaz just because you two are like, kind of those two legends of sport like both have very similar styles like even Robbie Lawler too like are those kind of like you're kind of looking for those big names now
2: uh yeah i mean i'll fight anybody you know it's um i i guess when i say that you know it's not about specific people i'm not i don't have any specific names in mind right now other than brian barberina but um you know i'm just talking about you know i'd like to get back on the co main main event and uh, particularly main events. I mean, that that's the greatest feeling in the world, man. Um, I, I main evented twice and uh, once against Lawler and once Eric Silva. And um, that's just the best experience there is, man. That's the greatest. And especially if I could do it here in my hometown in Columbus, Ohio, that would just be uh, – that would be amazing, man.
0: How disappointing are you? You're just on a fight night card at the Apex. They couldn't even throw you on <laughs> one of the pay views with fans.
2: Yeah, that was kind of disappointing to hear. Is what it is. We'll deal with that, you know. Um, again, I think I just got to get back to winning, man. I got to get back to being consistent, uh, winning consistently. You know, I've been kind of going back and forth, like losing some fights and, you know, fights I probably shouldn't be losing, you know. Um, and it's just the inconsistency and, you know, letting things distract me and stuff. So I, I just got to take care of those things, put them to the side, and um, just be able to go in there and perform the way that I can and. I'll get back to my winning ways if I do that.
0: Uh, You've been uh, coaching quite a few people too, haven't you recently?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd say quite a few people, but yeah. um, I have my own gym now and have a lot of fighters coming in and out. And, you know, I I work with them. You know, I've been fighting too much this year to work with them a lot. But, um, you know, when I have my own fight, it's hard to coach other people. But I I do – Spend time coaching other people um, as much as I can. I really enjoy doing it and I uh, hope to build a really uh, great team here.
0: Is that kind of the plan after fighting? Is the coffee and coaching like I don't, I can't really ever see you leaving the sport.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I want to do. I don't, I don't know if, um, yeah, I don't know if it's one of those things that's like, uh, you know, you say like that's really a solid plan, so to speak, right? Like it's not yeah. necessarily. It's kind of got to just happen organically. I don't think you can say like I'm going to be a coach and I'm going to be successful at it. You know, it's a it's a whole different thing than than fighting, and it takes a whole uh, another um, grind to get to the top of that game too. And and then of course you got to have the um, right people too. So that there's a lot of aspects to that, and um, you know I don't think it's necessarily a solid plan. So I I wouldn't say that that's necessarily my. Uh, my, my out for when I'm done fighting, but ideally it would be, if that's what I would, that is what I would love to be doing.
0: And the Columbus card, like you were supposed to do that before COVID. Like what would that walkout mean to be able to walk
2: out back in front of your hometown? Yeah, that would be amazing. Especially if I was main or even co-main event, that would just be amazing. And uh, another dream come true. Um, I fought in Columbus way back in the day. God, when was that? Probably 2009, 2010. And, you know, a lot has changed since then. You know, my name's a lot bigger. Uh, A lot more people here in Columbus know me now. So, yeah, I think it would be a much bigger thing this time around. Um, Back then, I was still kind of getting, building my name and and getting known. So uh, I would be so excited to do that. And that would be a dream come true.
0: Just a couple more things. I saw on your Instagram, you have your uh, kids going in the gym all the time, like wrestling. Would you ever let them get into fighting, or is that something you'd kind of try to talk them
2: out of? Yeah. Well, with the kids, it, you know, it's it's not my job to tell them what to do. It's um, uh, it's my job to build responsible adults with them, and that's what I use the martial arts for. That's what I I bring them in the gym for, um, so they can learn the lessons from the martial arts, and um, if they become um, you know, inclined towards fighting, you know, that's their choice. And, and I, uh, that that's great. Um, you know, I just, I don't look at it necessarily, like I don't push them to do it really. Um, now I, I, I make sure that they, they know at least enough that they can protect themselves. And, you know, I try try to build strength and resiliency in my kids and some durability and things like that. Cause you see so many, uh, so many kids these days are just pussies, man. And they're and they're, they're weak. And I mean, it's just disgusting. Uh, I don't know, maybe my generation was probably the same. I don't know, but, but, you know, the, the, from my vision now seeing it, um, you know, it's really terrible, a tragic thing to see. So I don't want my kids to be like that. So, you know, my job is to build them, to be responsible adults and, and take care of their lives and, and, and then they can choose what they decide to do with it.
0: Uh, just last thing the coffee business how's that going
2: it's very good um, another grind man you know like coffee's not an easy business yeah. there's a lot a lot a lot lot a lot of uh, competition out there so um, you know we're just staying on it man that's, that's what it's all about you know I've never backed down from a challenge and I, I just stay right on it all the time
0: have any fighters at events ever hit you up to try to get some of your coffee
2: yeah yeah I send coffee out to a lot of different guys
0: Well, Matt, I appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for doing this. My pleasure, sir. All right, we're joined by UFC bandwagon. Louis Svogu is back in action. How's it going, man? Wonderful. Obviously, I just wanted to quickly start off. You were supposed to fight O'Malley in July. Like, obviously, that was a big fight for you. Like, how disappointing was that having to pull out of that fight?
3: (laughs) Bro, yeah, it sucks, man. Um, Yeah, it sucks, dude. Straight up. I wanted to fight him. Um it's an act of God apparently is what somebody said when I told them like about what happened they're like oh it's an act of God it was pretty weird but you know I don't know dude I wasn't I wasn't fit had an infection and I had to pull out and it sucks but you know it's whatever I'll get back there I don't I'll make my way to the top one way or another I'll make my way I'll make it one way or another
0: uh, what did you make of his performance? Because he ended up staying on that card and then fighting uh, Chris Moutinho.
3: Um, he doesn't do. He doesn't look anywhere near as dominant against people that can match his height.
0: Was this about the right time frame for you to return in December after that, or was this a bit later than what you thought? A um,
3: little bit later. I wanted to fight a little earlier. Um... But, you know, it is, it is what it is. I wanted to come back a little sooner. But I think my manager, Jason, he wanted to um, make sure I had ample time to recover and stuff from one of his little babies. And he tries to look after me. So he wants to make sure like, I got pushed a little more and make sure I was fully healed.
0: This fight with Vince, I'm kind of surprised it's happening just because you obviously trained with Ricky. He's Ricky's saying. cousin. Like, did that ever play a factor? in Maybe not taking this fight. Yeah,
3: no, I didn't want to initially, but apparently this is what we're doing now. So hi, baby. Hi, baby.
0: how weird does that make it? Cause it's kind of weird. It's kind of you, weird. You're weird. Trained with Ricky all the time.
3: Yeah, no, it's kind of weird. Um, like I was teasing him. He came out to our gym and I was like, we have a double agent in our midst. Like I was, I was just messing with him and stuff. But, um, yeah, it is a little, it's, it's, it's awkward, honestly, a little bit. Um, but you know we're all professionals and we're just trying to you know like how was professionals you know we're all trying to get paid we're all trying to fight we're all trying to make our careers you know make a living for ourselves so this is how it has to be this is how it has to be.
0: Uh, I know Ricky normally corners him. Do you think? Do you know if he will be or do you think he I said know, he's I hope out?
3: He does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. We're gonna. Go. <laughs> I I hope Ricky corners him. It'll it'll just be so it's so funny.
0: How do you think you match up against Vince, though? Because he's a pretty well-rounded guy, just like yourself.
3: Yeah, um, I think I'm a little better, honestly, uh, everywhere. But I think that all the time, so I'm pretty biased.
0: <laughs> Have you ever trained with him? Because, like, has he ever came uh, out to work with Ricky? Uh,
3: he went to Oyama's, and he hurt himself, like, the first day. Him, like, net, and, like, he just, like, went in and had to go get himself fixed up. Um, But, yeah, man, uh, I, I never actually trained with him, though. I've seen him around, I've always been kind of friendly with him and stuff. You know, I fought him on like a few of the same cards. I've always been like friendly with him. So it's a little, it is a little awkward, but you know, this is how it is.
0: Especially too, because you guys are both rep by Iredium and Jason. How is that? I thought maybe he would have said something before even bringing it to you guys.
3: Yeah, no, I told him no, but apparently that's what the UFC wanted. And he took it really fast. So it's like, all right, whatever, it's business
0: how do you kind of see this fight playing out just because your guy more times than not when you win you do find that stoppage
3: um yeah i'm trying to i'll try to try to finish them everywhere i think i only have two decisions in my 17 wins um but yeah you know i'm trying to finish the fight all the time i'm hoping to get a, a finish uh it's more there's more closure in it you know he can finish him. It's not up to, like, it's not someone's opinion that you want. It's like, no, the other dude could not continue, you know. So, I'm hoping to get a finish.
0: Do you think this is mostly standing, or do you think he tries to wrestle you?
3: I don't think he tries to wrestle me, but he might. Um, I think he's mostly going to do what he does. Uh, try, to, try to box, use his movement, use his footwork. Um, might load up a little bit more, but apparently... Um, but yeah, I I I wouldn't see him trying to wrestle. I, I, I doubt that.
0: Do you look at the uh, Chris Gutierrez fight and how like he kind of finished him with light kicks? Like, is that something you're kind of implementing into your game plan? Um,
3: yeah, I saw that. Uh, it's 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 definitely something that I'm thinking about. You know. Um... When you watch somebody get, uh, well, when you watch somebody's leg compromise like that, it, you know, you really start to, like, it, it shows an obvious weakness. Um, definitely something that I might try to exploit. We'll see what opens up as the fight unfolds.
0: What do you think a win over Vince, like, does for you and puts you in the division?
3: Uh, it just moves me forward on um, one step. Uh, he's coming off a win, I'm coming off a win. So, it just, it just pushes me up, uh. One step forward. Um, I don't know. Maybe get some bigger fights. Ideally, uh, I've been in the UFC for a while, so I want to try to fight and try to um, at least make a run. You know, try to do something for my career, leave some kind of legacy. So that'll be that. That's my goal. Look, coming into this fight is to try to get a win and go on a run.
0: How disappointing was it you go from like this massive card on a McGregor pay-per-view to now you're just at the Apex in front of no one?
3: That's almost better, all right? Like WEC never die. It's almost better, all right? I'm fighting on the same card as Jose Aldo. Yeah,
0: that that is cool. But just the no fans though, does that kind of bug you? There's that not bug you, like is that annoying?
3: There's fans now at the Apex, so it's a little better. It's like fighting in a high school cafeteria.
0: Yeah. there's not a ton. Like, would you rather be in, like, those arenas? Or do you kind of like that apex? How it's just very, like, intimate. I, I like this
3: middle ground, the apex with a little bit of people in it. I like that middle ground. It's real comfortable, real, <laughs> real intimate. Only only the um, the people that really care are there. It's like a high school fight club. Like, only the select few. I feel young again, dude. I feel like it's reliving my youth, bro. Right? Like, I was over here fighting in Hawaii and high school cafeterias and fighting at Patways, dude. Oh.
0: At at Team Ioma, like, is it kind of awkward still, like with the training? Because I obviously a lot of them are close with Ricky. Like you said, he came. Oh, out we, a we've bit.
3: been joking about it nonstop. It's like a bit, dude. We're just we're just doing bits right now. Brent Primus is there. Like that was pretty. That was, that's gonna be funny. Brent oh. Primus just came down, so we're gonna mess with him a little bit.
0: <laughs> Why? What are you gonna do?
3: I'm just, no, like no like I just told him oh, so, like he's just gonna like like we have a double agent, you know? Like we're just gonna like mess around. It's just a joke, but no one like, no one cares
0: uh, like when would that ideal time frame be to get it because you're a guy that likes to be active, I know this year you didn't get as many fights just because of the infection, like are you hoping a quick turnaround to how everything goes your way?
3: yeah, I would like that um well, we just we gotta see you know I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. that never really goes well for me, um so I'm just you know focusing on the task at hand, but ideally, if I can get out of this kind of quickly, I would like to fight again fairly soon
0: how far away do you think you are from a guy in the rankings like i think you win this like it might just be one more fight and then you're kind of getting a rank guy
3: yeah around like yeah like like, yeah like two or three uh wins in a row i think we're we're starting to look a little higher up the ladder um just because i do have a bit of what is it like seniority in the company you know what i mean like everybody kind of knows like what i'm about you know um and everybody knows that i'm pretty talented i'm like i have a wide array of technical skills it's just you know Putting it all together at the right time. So if I can show that I'm finding that groove, I think like it'll it'll kind of warrant me getting a
0: a push forward. You know, is it kind of surreal for you to think like you're closing on eight years since your UFC debut? Yeah, January. Like it doesn't seem like you've been in the UFC. It feels like it took
3: forever, and at the same time, was like went by in an instant.
0: What have you kind of taken away? Because like you look at your first run, like you seem like a totally different fighter. Like what changed for you? Um,
3: I guess you just get older, man. Um, when I first got into the UFC, I was like a kid. I thought like, you know, the world's my oyster. I was undefeated. Um, I I was getting fights against like, um, title contenders, like almost out out, right off the bat. You know, I really thought like I was going to be like the next John Jones. Like I truly believed that in my head. Um, but then you know uh things happen and it it is hard to lose um and you know kind of have that like narrative or that little like thing that you've created in your head like that this legacy you're gonna live it's kind of destroyed now and so like that that is hard you know because like it's what you've been working for it's the thing that motivates you it's the thing that gets you up in the morning so that's uh, that's a little rough but Like, overall, like, I just learned to keep going, you know? And I learned to have fun with it. And so that's all I'm doing is I'm just having fun now, you know? Um, I try to have as much fun as possible um, while still working hard and sweating. But, like, I'm trying to have fun with, like, I guess being a little more creative and being a little more myself, you know? Um, Coach Collin kind of, like, he kind of talks about that. You know, no two fighters are the same, so we're going to have different approaches to the game, you know? And so... Um, like, I think maybe I'm, I don't get know, I I think part of it is that, like, and letting me grow into, like, my own form, and I'm kind of, like, happier doing that, you know? Uh,
0: With the O'Malley fight, like, do you think you win this one, maybe you might get that, or do you think you're gonna need a couple wins to try to get that one back?
3: Mm, I don't know, I feel like it's a bit, like, okay, so he's kind of, like, the golden goose for, like, the unranked 35, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, like, getting your ticket for, like, Willy Wonka or whatever, so, like, out of respect for the other 35ers that are also putting in work for me to immediately be like, all right, give me O'Malley now. You know, like I feel like that's a bit disrespectful because they would all deserve their shot, you know, but I'm not opposed to it. If that's what's, if that's, what's being done, it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I would be in the position to like step on toes and be like, no, me to the front of the line, you know, like it's like, no dude, you had your shot and like, it didn't work out. Like, you know what I mean? Like it honestly was not through any fault of my own, but, like, it's still, like, I did get my shot, and it kind of feels like there's, like, a like a higher power or something that's, like, no, dude, not right now, you know, so.
0: After going through a camp and studying him, like, do you think he's as good as what everyone makes him out to be? Because I've talked to some bandweights, like, they think he is, like, as good as people hype him up, and then some people think he's overhyped, and he really isn't, like, that good. It's
3: a mix. It's a
0: mix. It's so
3: fighting in in mma is like honestly all combat sports is about playing like it's about whose fight is gonna happen if you stand at range with him he's gonna be as good as they say that, that they say he is you know that's where he's gonna thrive but if you put him into other situations if you can bring the fight to him and force it into like into grappling into cage wrestling into the pocket like he might not look the same you know Especially like against the taller guys, like he just doesn't look quite as imposing when he can't threaten the same way with the same lanes. I guess the same angles. Uh,
0: Just last thing, like, what's the kind of plans the holidays? You kind of get that fight right before. You going back to Hawaii? Um,
3: probably not. No, we just got a house, so like, I'm I'm working on that. I'm trying to get paid, dude. I need to fight. I need fights. Like, I got a mortgage and stuff. I got two mortgages now, dude.
0: How often do you go back to Hawaii?
3: I haven't even been back yet, like, since I moved up here.
0: Oh, really? I thought you would have went back at least, like, once or twice.
3: No, dude, I want to, but uh, it's just, like,
0: I'm just working, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm putting in
3: work out here.
0: Well, Louie, man, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this.
3: Thank you, Cole. Yep.
0: All right, we're joined by UFC Banway Vince Morales, who's returning pretty soon. Vince, how's it going?
4: Doing well, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. This seems like a pretty quick turnaround for you, like fighting in August. Like, Is this quicker than you thought you'd get back in there?
4: Uh, I actually wanted quicker. I just had some lingering stuff from the past fight camp that I had to make sure, like body-wise, that I could re- I could recover from. So uh, I was good I was good with the time frame when I got the call for it. So here we are.
0: Your last fight, like how big of a relief was that to get the win? Just kind of get back in the win column and snap that losing streak.
4: That that was the first time ever that I've lost two in a row like that. So that was that, that was huge. I was already at a new point like in my my MMA career. Um, and I felt like we were probably both on the on the chopping block and loser goes. So that was kind of a that was a stressful fight, stressful moment for me. Um, happy with the outcome though. I'm glad to walk away the winner. I instantly as soon as I raised my hand, I felt a giant like weight off my shoulders until I got home and then I wanted to get right back in there, of course. So
0: and louis smolka like was this someone you had your honor, or was it just who the ufc offered you that,
4: that that was just somebody i got offered i've actually i met smolka on when i when i debuted against song he was there in china i think he was the first fight of nine he he, he had just got back with the ufc so we had talked a little bit um got acquainted with him i've watched him fight for for years i was kind of surprised at the the offer to somebody of uh, somebody who's been around that long um I'm looking forward to it though. I think I think it's a tough fight. It's the right fight. I think it's gonna be kind of a dog fight.
0: Uh were you kind of caught off guard? This was your opponent just because he was just supposed to fight Sean O'Malley. So like obviously he was kind of getting a big push up as well.
4: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And and, and that crossed my mind as well. And I and I think with a with a solid win here, I can I can really start make making a case for my for my own name and placing the division
0: with smoke like how do you think you match up against him see he he has a lot of power pretty good on the ground like he's very well-rounded yeah
4: i think i think we match up pretty well the, the main things that's, that are probably going to separate us is going to be uh um i think he's going to be real heavy on the ground whereas i'm a little bit lighter but i'm i'm pretty well versed on the ground that's just not something that has been shown much especially in the ufc um i'm looking forward to like if it goes there great like i can start showing some things because i got some tricks up my sleeve um I think the main thing that's going to separate us, really, though, is going to be my speed.
0: He he is a former flyweight, so do you think you're like? But he's been at bantamweight for a while, so do you guys think your size is pretty going to pretty much be pretty similar,
4: pretty close. I still think he's going to be the bigger guy, to be honest. Uh, I'm I'm not that big. I'm only walking around like 15 pounds above a fight weight or so right now. So that's that's where I live and hang out. Um, I, if anything, I probably have room. I probably have room to. I'd I'm never going to do it, though, <laughs> to cut down to flyweight. But uh, no, I, th- I think I think he'll be the, he'll be a little bit bigger. I think he's going to be heavy, um, and I'll be ready for that. that is what it is.
0: Well, you kind of just answered my question. Flyweight, totally out of the picture then. Like, even if the right fight came up, you wouldn't do it?
4: Even if the right fight – I mean, if they want to offer me, I go right to a title fight. I mean, I'll make some sacrifices and figure it out. But I, I really nah, – no, I'm trying to have a, a long career, and I, I don't think cutting weight really – helps on that end um i used to fight at 45 because i believed that too uh firmly believed that but uh man the guy started getting almost six foot tall cutting from 180 pounds and i'm like okay if i want to compete at the highest level i'm gonna have to at least at least go down to weight.
0: do you wish that something that happened the more in mma is people just fight near their natural weight class like i get no one really walks around right at like 35 or 45 mm-hmm. but like I think right. if you're like five, seven pounds is kind of where you should fight. Like people, I know somebody that cut like 20, 25 pounds to get where they fight.
4: That's insane to me. I would, yeah. See, and 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 that's the position I'd be in doing doing flyweight. So I'm like, no, like it's that's not for me. Um, I I think I'm stronger and healthier at bantamweight than I would be at at flyweight. So even though even if there is a little bit of a size difference, um, for for me, thirty-five is where it's at, and that's I I'd, I'd like to see more of that. I think we'd have better fights. We'd have the guys to be able, willing to fight harder. I think it'd be, I think it'd be good for the organization as a whole, the sport. I guess, as a whole. It,
0: I guess it helps you to take these, like if you get quick turn or short notice, a quick turn on fights that you aren't killing yourself to get down to weight either.
4: Exactly. And that's normally how I, how I do business. Like, like I like the, normally I like the shorter camps. Um, I don't like to keep somebody specific on my mind for the whole time. I like to grow and then cool. We got an opponent. Let's fight. Oh,
0: Going to the Apex is that going to be a bit of a disappointment after just fighting in front of a sold-out crowd in Houston?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I love the crowd. It uh, doesn't matter if they're cheering for me or not. I just like I like a lot of noise in the background. Um, they are. am oh, sorry. They are starting to let people in um, the Apex a little bit more, so I'm hoping uh, maybe we can get some people loud enough. Like, should be fun. Um, looking to have a way better performance this time at the Apex than to my previous experience there
0: how do you kind of see this fight playing out because louis is a obviously a very durable guy and a tough guy to finish
4: um i think it's going to be like i was saying earlier i think it's going to be kind of a dog fight i think uh, i'm i'm durable and hard to finish as well i think i'm going to i'm going to i'm definitely wanting to step forward i know he's probably going to be right there willing to step forward as well um i think it's going to be a good fight i'm looking forward to this i think uh it, if i had to say anything um I start. I'm doing well on the feet. He tries to take me down. I look for a submission and and kind of su- surprise some people with a with a submission down there.
0: Well, that's actually kind of what I want to touch on. Like, uh, since to me, I wouldn't be surprised if this plays out more on the ground than the feet. Like, is that kind of what you're expecting as well? Is him to be the one to initiate wrestling, or is that something you're even thinking about? Maybe you're the one to kind of take this one to the ground.
4: That's that's a little of both, really. I think uh, I I know he's going to be looking for that, so I'm not I'm not trying to shy away from that either. Like, I want to be able to to put the pace on him there as well. So that's something I'm trying, I really would really like to bring back is my, uh, my wrestling. That's my base. So
0: your speed and cardio is obviously a big advantage of banley. Like how big do you think that's yeah. going to be in this one?
4: I think that should be good. Uh, generally as my opponent slow down. I actually pick up the speed and I get better as the fight goes. So, uh, with this one kind of being a dogfight where he's trying to put the pace on me and I'm trying to – I'm right there. I'm putting the pace on him, whether it's defensively or offensively. Uh, I'm looking for him to wear down a little bit, and I start getting better and doing more as the fight goes.
0: Who are the main guys you're working with? Are you working with Ricky for this one? Uh, not so much
4: with this one. So um, Ricky trains over with Timo Yama in California.
0: Yeah, That's, that's um, what I thought. Like, I didn't yeah. know if that was still – so is that weird for him then? Yeah,
4: that, that poor guy. I, I – uh, I, it kind of threw off his camp, I I thought, because uh, that's something he normally does, does is go over there. So I think right now he's trying to have the coach go to him back in Vancouver, and they're going to work things out there. Thankfully, they, they can work that out, because um, I, I did feel bad that there were going to have to be some weird adjustments for it. But uh, it, it's the fight game. We're kind of all prepared for these. I mean, not prepared. We're mentally prepared for what we got to adjust to. So
0: Is that something you talked to Ricky before accepting the fight, just to kind of see his thoughts on it?
4: yeah he was the first person i talked to actually um as soon as i got offered it i didn't even reply back to my manager or my coach or anything like that i called ricky and just kind of let him know that the situation and and the position that smoke and i were kind of both in and uh and told me not to stress about it just to it it is what it is it's like like i was saying it's kind of the fight game so here we are
0: ricky's the only guy then you'd never fight
4: Nah, we fight it. We fight we fought too much growing up. I probably wouldn't have to fight him now. I mean, if we get paid paid, we can go, we can go fake fight in front of thousands of people. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a good time. But uh nah until then, we'd never do that to family.
0: Uh, so just kind of going off that, like who are the main guys you work oh, with? Oh, sorry, family?
4: yeah. Uh right now we've I've got a handful of people over at Syndicate that are that are really good that I'm training with. Uh Cameron Else just flew in from, from England. I'm training with him. Uh Davy Grant here, we're getting a little work in with him. Jay Perrin, uh Jerry Shapiro. Who else have I been working with over
0: there? Uh, I know I talked to Ode Osborne who just fought. And he Ode, yes, Ode. I mean, oh man, I
4: love Ode. Ode's the man. Ode's been somebody that I was putting in a lot of work with um, before his his camp. So we got it. We got a strong staple of like the bantamweight guys over there. It's a, uh, it's fun.
0: Uh, just being in Vegas too, like how much easier does that make the fight? Like you don't have to worry about flying anywhere. Like you can just drive to where you have to go
4: i like that the only thing i don't like about that i like the uh the tradition of flying and like adjusting to the hotel and all that stuff um i am looking forward to like we just bought a house over here so i'm looking forward to like hanging out in the house kind of during fight week like oh this is cool this is a whole new brand new experience for me so it's like uh i'm excited i'm excited really i'm kind of glad it's here like i don't have to worry about the travel all my corners already here cool we'll be we'll be set
0: where do you think a win over smolka like puts you in the division?
4: i think it puts a a few eyes on me which which i would like because i'm trying to i'm the same thing we're all trying to do is fight the best guys beat the best guys and move on up and get paid more and that's kind of that that's exactly where i'm at and i'm hoping that puts me that'll probably put me somewhere i notice maybe the fight after that we're looking at somebody that can we're battling out for maybe a top 15 position or something that's fingers crossed that's what i'm looking at
0: and starting a winning streak like that's something you haven't had to do or you haven't done so far in the ufc like how important is that for you kind of just get that consistent momentum going
4: that's a that's a big goal at, at the beginning of the year when i was writing down my goals because i do that every year because that's what we all do like uh um it was a uh, two fights two wins minimum like three fights three wins if if time permits but i was also coming back off an achilles surgery so i know how things are are weird like that um but yeah, so getting back on the, on a win streak, I that that's huge for me. Um, that would erase a lot of the, well, not necessarily erase, but it would put some of this other stuff under the rug that I had to deal with to get to this point.
0: With the the bantamweight division, like it's kind of so stacks. Like, how many wins do you think it's gonna take to kind of get enough those ranks? Like, there's so many good guys where like they'd be ranked any other weight class. I think if it wasn't yep. for bantamweight. Yeah,
4: it's it bantamweight's insane. I was literally just talking to Cameron about this right now. Uh, Bantamweight's got to be one of the, the stiffest divisions and most dense. Like all, like all the guys in top fifteen are kind of interchangeable, right? Um, man, there's so many, there's so many good guys. Oh, now I got lost in that. I'm sorry. What, what was the question?
0: Like, like how many fights do you think it's gonna take to kind of oh, crack that top fifteen? You... Like, I think it'll some... take
4: two of the right fights. I think will put me there. If I beat Smolka and then I get offered somebody else because maybe they're still not impressed with me, that's fine. Um, I know I'm pretty good rising to the occasion and that's 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 how i seem to see myself getting there they're trying to build somebody up and i'm taking all that away so i'm thinking two more fights i'm looking at right if i'm not in the top 15 at that point i'm top 16.
0: (laughs) is that o'malley fight one that kind of might have you think might happen just because smoke was supposed to fight him like maybe you kind of take his spot and kind of get that because it seems like they're slow rolling o'malley and he kind of wants to be slow rolled and and not fight these
4: right guys which which I which I get when I when he's talked about things. Um, for me, that's somebody like I've kind of had my eye on as well. I mean, I think everybody in the division does just because there's so much hype around him. Um, I would love that fight. I think that'd be great. Maybe we can compete for that top fifteen spot. Whatever.
0: Do you think his hype is warranted? Cause I've talked to some bantweights that think like he really is that skilled, and some people kind of think he is overhyped and he isn't as good as a lot of people think he is.
4: I think I actually think he's very good. I, I think he does he does a lot of things right in terms of uh, in terms of his striking. And I've seen him on a quintet. I think and he tapped out Gilbert yeah. Melendez. Like like he's familiar with the ground. I know he's good. He looks like he moves. He's kind of tall for the division. Knows how to use his range. I think he does a, a lot of things right. Um, I don't think he's unbeatable though. Uh,
0: just a few more things. You get your hand raised here. Like how quickly do you want to turn this thing around? Like I assume you want to be pretty active. Like beginning early next year.
4: Yeah, I'd I'd like to be uh, end of February March. I mean. Fingers crossed. I'd like to go. Like I like to get three fights in next year. I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay. I get a little bit little bit of momentum. I want that to keep rolling. So get me back in there. If it's short notice, if it's if it's a camp, we can structure immediately after the fight. Let's do it.
0: Uh, hopefully not at the apex. Or you put you back in front of on a paper in front of fans. Put me in front of a crowd. I
4: love a crowd. I th- I think uh I think with with the energy I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this time to. I think I think I think they're they're gonna see that and know that like cool. We got to get this guy in front of a crowd.
0: Uh, just last question: UFC fought in the big octagon for the pay view. You back to the small one in the Apex. Like, do you think that's going to be a factor in this fight, or is do you, is it kind of the same fight to you? Uh, it,
4: kind of the same. Um, if anything, it might it might push the pace a little bit more because I think it's going to make uh it's going to make whoever's getting pressured want to shoot, and I, I I don't think either one of us are going to be scared to take a shot this this fight. So. Depending on who's pressuring and where and how often, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna see a few more takedowns. I don't think it's really gonna change the the outcome or the way the fight goes,
1: though. Well, Vince, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this.
4: And not a problem. Calls good talking to you.